1: Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. How the heck is everyone? It is a Monday, November 28th. That's it, everyone. Thanksgiving is now over. Have you gotten your Christmas stuff up yet? Come on, you know who you are. You know exactly who you are. (laughs) Welcome to the show, everyone. Coming off of a nice, long holiday weekend everyone especially for yours truly because it was a two-day work week (coughs) two-day work week (coughs) but for me the honeymoon's over i mean well it it was over last week when i got home but you know i went right into an easy holiday week working two days and then four days off but now nope back to five-day work week back to the grind back to the drawing board And that, of course, means, well, doing this, the actual fun of my two jobs. Well, no, this is not more of a job. This is more of a hobby, but I'm rambling, aren't I? It's back to all this. It's time to get into the part of the season because we're actually a quarter of the way done with the bear season right now. Let's not think about that right now. I think we might deal with that on another show. But the Bears this past weekend were busy, busy, busy boys during the holiday season because, as usual, the Bears, for a long time since time and Memorial, had hockey on Thanksgiving night. All right, we're going to be at home. It's going to be great. I'm off. It's Thanksgiving night. We're going to go to the Giant Center. I might even have a little bit of drinky-drinky that night, but it's a fun night. Everyone's home from college. It's nice weather. Let's go on the road to Springfield and do a northeast road trip because of stupid dinosaurs. Yep, Jurassic Park came to town this week. So much like Disney on ice, the boys took a weekend Road trip and is actually gonna knock out a really good Northeast roadie, which any other time of the year that took place after the new year, me and the guys would have looked at and went, done. Yes, yes, we're doing that. So Wednesday night saw the boys on the road in Springfield, Massachusetts at the M M&M Center, taking on your current reigning and defending Eastern Conference champions. In the Springfield Thunderbolts. Now the Bears did some um, call-ups. Because Garrett Pelon has been dealing with some injuries. Uh, Let me just uh, bring up some news here real second. Because I know they did. They recalled uh, Mikel Kim from South Carolina. He was a free agency forward forward depth signing. And Kevin O'Neill. Who? Kevin O'Neill got signed to a PTO. Now, before everybody starts freaking about... Oh, no! It's like last year. Everybody's injured. We're signing PTOs. No. No. Let's calm down. Let's back the truck up. We do have some injuries we're dealing with, but this is why we made the signings in the offseason. This is why we signed Mikael Kim, Alexander Fortin... This is why we did this, because we know we're gonna need the depth, and there's absolutely no way we're gonna get any help or reinforcements. Oh, Connor McMichael's been loaned from the Washington, D.C. What? What? Das Wunderkind? was sent to us? I may have covered this on last week's show, but let's properly talk about this now. Because it actually happened, boys and girls. The Capitals came to their senses and sent us Connor McMichael. Das Vunderkin! You know, the first round draft pick who was pretty good during that shortened season in this winter and spring of 2021? Yeah, him. The guy who's been growing mushrooms on the capitol seat up in the upper regions of the capitol one arena because he's been sitting on them so much? Yes, him. The guy who the past two coaches of the Washington capitals just don't know what to do with Yes, Connor McMichael has been sent down to Hershey and wearing number 14. You know what? We'd heard rumors about this from all the Capitals beat writers on the Twitterverse. Nover Caps had talked about it. And my whole response was this. Because there was speculation he was going to get sent down. And my whole thing was, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, there he is, number 14. All right. Okay, boy. All right, I'm just, I'm I'm glad to see it because now he's going to get some real playing time. He can develop his skills, and we'll give him back Washington. He will. He just needs some more time in the oven. So we go to Springfield, and Springfield's a bit banged up. This is this is not the Power powerhouse team that they can be because Captain Tommy Cross is injured. Um, a couple other guys are injured, um, and Matthew Pekka is injured. Because we, as we all know, you don't, God, I, 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 I don't, I don't have the guts to, to actually say it, but you know where that joke's going. But, um, yeah, yeah. So, Pekka isn't there. I gotta be careful how I say that. <laughs> but anyway, the Bears go at it on a Wednesday night up there in Springfield. Got it. The game up on my phone, and your goaltending matchup for Springfield is Joel Hoff. <laughs> No. Good for him or Hoffer. And out comes Hunter Shepard? Hunter! What's his palisman? Hunter! He's starting the first game of a weekend? We're gonna roll we're gonna roll out the, the the guy who's been playing really, really good. Okay. Hunter leads them out. Um Connor McMichael wearing number four. Number fourteen, and we get underway in the first, and um, it's a little bit of a hold on a second. It's a bit of a feeling out process between these two teams because um, I think we've already played them once, I think, and we just were, were it's it's a it's a first period of a long weekend. You wanna you wanna see where things are gonna go. You just want to be like, okay, let's not make mistakes. Let's not really do, let's not get too crazy with this team. Um, the only, the Bears did take some penalties early, including Dylan McElrath, who, our captain, ladies and gentlemen, uh, after a play, somebody allegedly tapped Hunter, and he just grabbed a guy by the collar and just, yuck, and just drug him down to the ice. And that's a penalty, and Mickelrath's like, what? He touched my goalie. That's a penalty? Really, bro? He touched my goalie. I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. And I'm watching this on my phone at my job, and I'm like, really, Dylan? Really? I mean, look, it is you this time, okay? It's not the refs don't have it out for you it's you. Stop giving them ammunition. You know they're going to... If you know they're going to come for you, don't give them a reason. <sighs> Our captain, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you're complaining about him, but you didn't mind him that he was fighting. Yes, I don't mind when he's fighting and sticking up for teammates. Not taking dumb penalties like this. <sighs> but I'm rambling, aren't I? I'm, I'm rambling. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. But the Bears are able to avoid it. We're able to get out of the period. Zero-zeros on the board. Shots are about even at 8-7. And Springfield is limited with the guys that that didn't dress or didn't play. As much as I make fun of Matthew Pekka, he's pretty good. Pekka's pretty good. (laughs) I'm a professional podcaster. Um, But yeah. Pekka, he's pretty good. Tommy Cross, he is a blue-line laser blaster. Or a guy who can get you shots. That'll make nice deflections. Guys like that are missed. And the Springfield just doesn't really have the depth or the offensive firepower it had last year. You know, they're really missing a guy like James Neal, you know. Um, But they did get Will Bittenback, who was a uh, really... um, Um... Vital part of a penalty kill and a guy who already has three shorthanded goals on the season. So good on him. But later on in the second, we noticed a player for Springfield was starting to get shots on goal. A pl- pe- player by the name of Martin Furk. Oh, God. Why is this game doing this to me? Okay. I, I, Matthew Pekka is out. We have Sam Ennis and Martin Furk. Are you trying to get me fired? Are you trying to get me fired? But he's a guy who... When they had the last All-Star stuff in Ontario... Was a blue line blaster... That just... Well, he's not a blue line blaster. I said that wrong. He's a guy who can fire bullets. Like 96 miles an hour... 107 mile an hour missiles aimed for the net. Now the good news for us and the bad news for him... Shots like that aren't accurate, but Lord knows. Like, he had one on, like, a, um, he was coming into a circles, wound up and fired, and the shot went right up over the net and into the other net. And you're like, thank God those don't get on goal. Well, late in the second, uh, face-off in in the Hershey zone, Matthew Highmore wins a draw over to Fjork, kneels and, oh, God, Jones scores! You could hear the cannons being loaded when the puck went over to him, off the faceoff, slid it over to Fruk, and <laughs> Fuck fired. Yes, that's exactly how it sounds, and I will not make any apologies for it. Springfield gets on the board. Martin with his fourth of the season, so Martin Fruk has his fourth. Yes, I'm going with this. one nothing Springfield. Okay, I'm typing this and I'm like, okay, fine. Here we go. Here we go. This we're we're not we're gonna get down to Springfield team, but not even 20 seconds later, back come the Bears the other way. Right, gets over to Bjorkstrom, slides over to Connor McMichael, Deke shoots, he scores! Connor McMichael! Das Vunderkin! Das Vunderkin gets it in! 20 seconds later, and we're tied! Connor McMichael, his first of the season. Mm, that's filthy. Mm, love it. That's why we brought him in, and he already has more shots in, in this game than he did in his debut in DC. One nothing, uh, one one. Connor McMichael, his first of the season. Um, Bjorkstrom with his fifth assist, and Henrik Rybinski with his second assist of the season. Um, but the end of the period. <sighs> Springfield guy tries to make a nice move around the net And Dylan McGrath just grabs him and goes Nyak! Literally by the jersey and holds him That's a penalty And again, Dylan's like, really? Our arms get got tied up Bro, it's you Bro, it's you Our captain, ladies and gentlemen why do you take these near the end of the why are you like this? Why? Careful, Dylan. There's a defender that the Bears fans don't like every season. You don't want to get yourself into those sights, but thankfully didn't come back to bite the Bears. And um we we go to into the third. 1-1, tied at 1. And um again, I, I know I've said this about Springfield, but you could really tell they're missing some of their offensive firepower. Teams tied at seventeen and shots going into the third, and Springfield ready up in uh, in in power plays, um, had four on the night. And um so we get into the third and the Bears are able, are kind of pressing a little bit. Springfield's in their in their own zone. Um Mason Morelli really hounding a player at the point. In comes Aaron Ness just comes in, and one of their guys gets tripped up. Some legs get tangled. Mason Morelli, yoink, steals the puck away. Goes down the ice. Down the ice. Mason Morelli on the breakaway. Comes Deeks, Deeks and he scores! He scores! Mason Morelli! Short-handed. Penalty was up. short Don't care. It's in. It's in. The Bears lead 2-1, and they're booing in Springfield. Don't care. Don't care, bro. Ha, ha, ha strength Bears up 2-1. And and I go to see why they're booing. Because Capitals prospects, John Soroson, part of Nova Caps, does lovely splicey splicey on Twitter and puts stuff like this up. I love what he does. And I watched the replay of it. And I remember I told you about Ness and the defender getting um tangled, which kind of led to Mason Morelli getting the puck because the one guy saw another of his teammates go down and get distracted. Um, You see, when Aaron Ness came in, he kind of slew-footed the other guy unintentionally. And just his leg, as he was skating in, just kind of collided with his. And yuck! guy went down. And yeah, it hurts when you get your legs taken out of you and you don't see it coming. So, was that a slew-foot? Yeah, it kind of was. Springfield has a case... I hate to admit it, but... Um, d- that was that was a missed call. I, Ness should have gotten two for tripping. He should have. But instead... And, and from the blatant hard side of the camera, from where you can see it... He just comes in. Ankle on the back of the other guy's ankle. And pff, down he goes. Blown call. Thunderbirds fans have every right to be pissed off. But... Bears are up 2-1. What's the best way to get him back is to score on him. Bears, Bears went 5-for-5 five five on the penalty kill. The Springfield gets a cross-checking penalty. Bears aren't able to make him pay. And clock winds down. Bears running out the clock there. And Spring, Springfield doing a really good job. Last two minutes. Off comes Hoffer. But the Bears press it down at mid-ice. And are able to keep Hoffer in that no-man's land. In the slot. Do I come off? Do I come off? But he goes off with 90 seconds to go. But the Bears playing really good defense. Shot blocking. I can talk. Pinning guys to to the boards. Gang out. One minute left. Come on, guys. We got turkey in the oven. We got to do this. One minute to go. Hunter Shepard looking really good. And, ooh, speaking of which, I'm sorry. (laughs) I skipped ahead a bit. Five minutes to go. Hunter Shepard. Puck gets dumped in on him. little bouncy puck rolling into a corner, and he's having trouble with it. In comes a Thunderbird, and Hunter. Puck gets knocked away from him. Stolen, going out front. It's a booga, booga, booga. Neal comes in front. Will Bitten, kneeling one-timer, wide open net, and he's shaved by Hunter Shepard. Oh, my God, he got back in front. Oh, my God, what a save. Hunter Shepard bobbles it, booga, 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 but jumps in and makes a save. My goodness, what a save. You kind of did it to yourself, but hey, you an embarrassed number 30 goes from goat to glory in a span of five seconds. Wow. Hunter Shepard, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, all you Capitals fans, you might want to start making some Hunter Shepard jerseys. I'm just saying. Anyway, back to the game close... Closing up. Tick, 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 tick. Clock's winding down. Back out to the point. One more. Wind fires. Blocked up. Out of the way. Bears pin it to the corner. Three, two, one. That's the end of the game. And the Bears get a road win in Springfield. Merry Christmas to all and to all shut the hell up. Wait, a little too early for that. But Bears win it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Springfield. 2-1 the final. Bears win in Springfield for their second road win of the season. Oh, boy. Good on the Bears for getting a win. <clears throat> Your three stars of the night. Martin Furk with a goal and an assist. Mason Morelli with the game winner. And Hunter Shepard, 26 for 27 on the night. Good on him. And a really good road win for the Bears. And, I, and yes, me saying it's their... Um, only second road win of the season, but hey, I'll take it from the guys going on and getting a road win up in Springfield, and especially um a team that's really struggled on the road this season. The first of a road three and three, very important to get that done. Hunter Shepard looking great, looking amazing, and it's on to Friday night Black Friday. Where everybody either plays at 7 o'clock, 1 o'clock, or 5 o'clock. Yeah, it's a day full of hockey and a day full of sports. And I was off and loved it. So the boys were back at it on a Friday night as we went to Hartford. Yep, the boys got done in Springfield. Drove down 71 to uh, Hartford. Spent Thanksgiving Day in Hartford. Ew! Oh, God. At a Hilton in Hartford. Ha! They just... <laughs> <laughs> they spent Thanksgiving at a Hilton in Hartford. That sounds like a Chevy Chase movie. Like an, like an 80s holiday movie if I ever heard, heard one. And the Bears just... They spent Thanksgiving up there away from their families. But such is the life of a hockey player. This is what you sign up for. You, you're you're going to miss out on Halloween and Thanksgiving. You'll get Christmas depending on... What stage of hockey you're in. You might get Christmas, but this is what you sign up for. you got to surrender certain holidays. And they go back at it on a Friday. They're in Hartford. The city the NHL left behind at the XL Center. Bears versus the Hartford Wolfpack. Last two games in Hartford this season. Wait, what? That can't be right. I can't be done with Hartford this soon. I know we lost four games because of going down to 72. But, checks notes. Yeah? One game in Hartford that we had back in October, or earlier in the month, I think. And then two more this weekend, and that's it. We get one more game against Hartford in February, and then we're done with the Wolfpack? It's only six games against Hartford. (sighs) Again, such is the life of this new 72-game schedule season. So the boys go at it on a Friday night in Hartford. Win this game. Sets the tone for the rest of the weekend. I know it's a three and four, but you want to win these two so you don't have to play catch up on on um, <clears throat> on the weekend. And so, leading the boys out of the tunnel, there was some um, some lineup shifting here. Jake Massey slides in. Matt Strom comes in as as well. Garrett Pelon still not playing this weekend, and the and the boys. Skate out, and Hunter Shepard leads them back out. All right, Hunter. All right. Grab grab your palisman and get out there. Yes. Go on, Hunter. Go on. Good on you, son. And who does Hartford roll out? Well, they're going to roll out uh, Louis Daoming. Hey, sp- spicy pork and broccoli guy. You know. The guy who played six games for the Pittsburgh Penguins in the NHL playoffs and only had two good periods out of all those games? Yeah, that Louis Delming. Funny how life comes at you fast in the world of hockey. But, so, the boys... Alright, let, let, let's let start out strong here. And, um, you know, I was doing some walking around that night trying to get some exercise and Trying to work off the turkey before the night gets done. So... You know, I get into my home, and I'm just, you know, I took a long walk around 6, and I get back in, take my stuff off. It's about 7 one All right, dear, put the game on. Uh, We're making dinner and stuff, and ding! Wait, what's going on? Joe posted in the Hershey Bears fan club. All right, my boy's keeping an eye out for me. probably posted the lineup since I was out walking. I look at it and go, oh, my God, Mike Vecchione scored 34 seconds in.
0: Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Can I at least cook leftovers first? Mike Vecchione, an assist from Dylan McGrath, who just fires it low down to him and roosts it right over Louis Deming. And the Bears score. one nothing. 34 seconds in. Shame, 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 ma. Louie Dalming. <laughs> Stanley Cup playoff goaltender Louie Dalming. Playoff goaltender, my foot. Mike Vecchione, his fifth. Dylan Mickelrath, his third assist. And Scarbosa with his fourth assist of the season. And it starts out being one of those physical games in a... Uh, in Hartford and how you might so well somebody you know took you know kind of made a slight toward Hunter Shepard and Kel Kessie went that's it that's it you touched my goaltender come on you want to go bam 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 dude dude I just asked if you wanted extra ketchup on your burger I don't care I don't care if ketchup's not available don't ask me on Twitter what I want on my burger if ketchup isn't available Stop with the memes! Knock it off! (sighs) And apparently that was enough for him to get in a fight with Cristiano Di Canacci. Cristiano Di Gia Chaito. Hockey player or World Cup soccer player? You decide. Kale Kessie gets a 2, a a 5, and a 10. It's not a 2, a 5, and a bye He gets uh, the 10 for instigating, and um, it was a bit of a dick move. It it, it was a bit overkill, mind you. And hey, if I'm going to be critical of Dylan Mickelrath, I'm going to be critical of this. And sure, some Bears players are going to be like, what, you don't like fighting in hockey? No, I don't mind fighting. But just because somebody breathes on your goalie the wrong way, and the dude doesn't want to go, don't start throwing hands. I'm just saying. When Kale's smart, he can play really good hockey. When he does stuff like this, hmm, I'm just saying, Bears fans. I'm just saying. Anyway, Bears are up one nothing. Late in the period, the Bears get a power play. Delay of the game um, as a defenseman player just chips it up and over the boards. Yep. Delay a game. You're out. Sits on there and the boys just can't get anything going on this first power play unit. I mean, come on. You've Freaking Connor McMichael, Mike Vecchione, Aaron Ness at the point, Mike Scarbosa, and uh, what do we have down low? Ethan Frank. Okay, but, alright. Let's get the second unit out there. And Hartford, really employing what the Rangers do. For any of you who do follow Rangers hockey, they're really dangerous shorthanded. I mean, the Rangers, you have La LaPierre. They love the force players making problems at the center red line or at the opposing blue line, swiping the puck and using that speed and, um, I guess, surprise ability, for lack of better words. Like, oh, shit, the guy stole the puck. Oh, crap, I got I got to play goaltender. And the Rangers are really good at this. Last year's playoffs showed this. That's how Mika Zabinijad was able to rake Rack up goals last year. Well, Hartford tries to do this as well. The problem is, is when you force that in, and yeah, guys like CJ Smith and Tim Gettinger, you know, love to do stuff like that, but when you don't, players can get by you. As Mason Morelli is able to get one up to to Hendrix LaPierre, comes into circles over to Hendrik Bjorkstrom, who shoots, he scores! The Bears get it in! Hendrik Bjorkstrom on a nice, centering feed from Hendrick's Lapierre, his eighth assist of the season. Mason Morelli getting the secondary assist and Henrik Bjorkstrom, his fifth of the season. 2 nothing Hershey. End of one and that's all for the first period. 2 nothing Hershey and Hartford. Done and done. Love it. And a really good defensive effort I've been seeing out of out of the uh, out of the Bears in the first period here. Yeah, the shots were Yeah, 12-10, but they were really, you know, really clogging up the middle. A lot of the shots were like perimeter, maybe some long blue line shots, but nothing that really felt too dangerous for for Hartford. And even heading into the second, lots of guys blocking shots, kneeling one-timers, guys getting into shooting lanes and passing lanes. And as I'm watching more and more of this game develop, was it a little boring? A little bit, a little bit. But as we're heading the quarter pole mark, and this Bears team is the, the kaleidoscope is starting to line up a little bit. Here's what I'm starting to realize about the Bears: this is a defensive base team. This is a team that's going to be a pain in the butt to play against. If you're expecting high flying shootout games against these teams like four threes, five fours, that's not going to happen. You, you, if you. Like tight defensive hockey, guys a little bit more of a physical presence being brought back. You know, dirty, gritty, grimy goals. Yeah, this is what could happen. And this is what we're starting to see. And we head into the third. And you know what? Hunter Shepard, he's playing really, really, really good. He's having a really good game tonight. What are you saying? I'm just saying he's really good tonight. He's having a really good game in Connecticut. That's all I'm saying. Why is everybody talking like this? Because you do not ever, ever, ever say anything when a pitcher is putting a really good game. Puck prop pops out in front. Turnover. C.J. Smith causes out in front to Tim Gettinger and he scores. Tim Gettinger gets it in with the sixth goal of the season. C.J. Smith, former Chicago Wolf. With the second assist of the season. And it's 2-1 Hershey. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Hartford's going to start pressing, aren't they? I, I don't like where this is going. But the Bears, they are shot blocking. They are pinning guys to the wall. They are playing great defensive hockey. If Hartford brings one in... um. Brings three guys into the zone. The Bears have three guys there to counter it. If a puck goes to the boards, a defenseman is right on it. The centermen are winning those 50-50 puck battles along the boards, getting the puck out, and even still generating chances late in the game in Hartford's zone. This is not a team that's playing, that's sitting on a 2-1 lead. They want that insurance goal. Even if they're not getting it, they're making a push to... Put some effort into winning this game instead of playing not to lose they are playing to win yes that makes sense and yes there is a difference but 10 seconds left goalie pulled Bears quite can't can't quite get it in Hartford wins a faceoff getting her all on the shot shoots block her away into the corner five four Morelli takes it chips it out of the zone that's gonna do it three two one that's the end of the game. The score, Hershey, 2, Hartford, 1. That's it. That's it. It's over. The Bears have won in Hartford and have won the weekend. Hunter Shepard, great game out of him. And the Bears win it. 2-1 to one the final. Three stars of the game. Tim Gettinger with the assist. Second star goes to Mike Vecchione. Technically the game winner, I think. Hunter Shepard, your first star again, 31, 30 for 31. And with that win, Hunter Shepard was able to move into first in the American Hockey League in goals against in goals against average. Um with let me just trying to pull this pull this up here. I had some stats on the one guys on our one guys group chat. I had the stats up for him, and um, oh, let's see here. I uh, I have this. Okay, Hunter now has a goal against average of one point six nine after Saturday's game. Fucali Fukali is seventh in the league at two two three. Hunter has the third best save percentage in the HL at nine forty. So, what's the one other? Backbone of this Hershey Bears squad, goaltending, great, reliable goaltending on the back end. Zach Vukali playing well. Hunter Shepard being a name for him, making a name for himself, and that pipeline of Bears goaltending it continues to pump chocolate oil that makes sense right into our laps. Hunter Shepard, wow, still remembers that guy getting his first start during the uh, 2021. End of the 2021 season, and I was getting those early spring rides there at Hershey Park. So, really nice job out of the boys. So, we have one more game in the weekend to go. One more. It's a Saturday night in Hartford. Ew. Ugh. God. Still disgusting to say. And the Bears go back at it. Hartford Wolfpack one more time with feeling. One more time But where are these two teams... ...are just going to absolutely go at it. And Hartford sends out... ...in net... ...Dylan... ...Garrod. Dylan Garrod. You know the guy who came in relief... ...in in the Saturday 6-1 drumming. And we send out... ...Zach Fucali. right, Let's get at it. Get at it on a Saturday... Eager to see where the boys go, and Hershey comes out dominating this game, just beating Hartford to pucks, getting shots in on shots in on Girard. You know, rookie goaltender, whole bunch of, and the Bears are going to feast upon this guy. They're really going to make him pay. And Dylan is playing a really good hockey game. He's playing really well. Power play for the Bears late late in the first. Scarbosa on the slot. Winds fires off the post. Regained. Regained by Annis. cross ice feed. Vecchione shoots! Not getting it. Girard gets over. My goodness. Stop making saves. In the second, Mason Morelli skates in on the circles. Shoots. Long long way trying to beat him. Blocker side and ping rings the post. Uh-oh. It's going to be one of those games, isn't it? And Dylan Garad. Dylan freaking Garad. This guy. This freaking guy right here. Who, let's see here. Oh, come on, HL. Who was drafted in the fourth round by the New York Rangers. Pick number 103. Who... Last time played for Hartford was in that Mutant 2021 season. Played two games, gave up five goals. This guy. This freaking guy. A guy who, let's just check notes here, who gave up uh, five goals to Charlotte, five goals to Bridgeport, four goals to Bridgeport, and four goals apiece to Bridgeport. This guy who's getting lit up like a Christmas tree, and it's Black Friday because everybody's putting up holiday stuff. And yet we, the Bears, can't get anything by this guy. Now he decides to play absolutely lights out when he's, when he's given up at minimum two goals a game. His first game of the season in Charlotte gave up two and gave up three to us in relief. How the heck is this guy suddenly playing like the second coming of the king of New York himself? Why is this guy doing this? And we go to overtime. Zero zero. Nothing on the board. Hartford only has sixteen, thirteen shots on it all game. And the Bears. All right, let's get into overtime. Let's get into overtime. We got the talent to end this. I want to get done. I'm standing at home. Standing at home on the right side of the love seat me and my wife have. My wife's sitting in the left one holding the three hockey kids. Our little our oldest one, Petey, is like, Daddy's making me nervous. And she's going, Yes, son, I I, I know. I'm nervous because Daddy's nervous. Yes, we know. Meanwhile, Sid's just laughing at me going, sucker. And I'm watching this. And it's still stressful. Three on three. Overtime hockey. And the Bears still can't save Girard. Mason Morelli tries to freaking end it himself. Comes in. Cuts on Dylan who's able to slide over and shing. Take the stick and just knock it away. Like he's a samurai. Come on. Overtime yields nothing except except Hartford comes in, getting her and C.J. Smith are out there, getting her, puts a little floater, in, and then it gets lost in Frucali's pads, and he's sliding backward. Oh, God, that's what's going to end it, and it pops out of his pads, and he covers it, and he covers it. For the love of God, blow that whistle, and it stops, stops, face off. Thank God. And We go to the shootout. For the first time this season, the Bears are going to a freaking shootout. Ugh. There's a reason why I hated these last season. Hartford elects to go first. And sends over Johnny Brodzinski. The captain. There's some good news. Comes in on Fukali, Gets to the high slot. Shoots scores. Lower blocker side beats him. And. Alright. Here we go. I've seen this movie before. I know what's going to happen. Outcomes for the Bears. Connor McMichael. Das Vunderkind comes in on Baynard, comes in, drags, shoots, scores! Yes! Das Vunderkind does it again. The Vunderkin gets it in. Connor McMichael. And, all right, next guy over. Wow, the Bears actually have somebody actually wants to kind of do stuff. Actually wants to shoot the puck. It's amazing what happens when you actually shoot the puck in a shootout. But, anyway, up next, Bobby Trevino gets over Hartford, skates wide. He's looking low, blocker side again. Shoot! Kicked out by Fucali! Lower bl- lower pad side. He was trying to do what Gettinger did, but just didn't have the speed or the snipe that. Up next, Sam Ennis! All right, Sam grabs a puck, skates into the slots, tries to cut, cut back deep, poked away by Dylan. Dang it. Out comes. Will Ch- Will Chybel? All right, okay. I've seen this movie. I know what's going to happen. He's going to come in. Will Child comes in, comes in, shoots a long shot, tries to go long shot five old. Nope, denied by Fucali. Holy crap! Okay, okay. I know what's going to happen here. Out comes Mike Scarbosa. Okay, I've seen this movie. All right, the Bears are gonna. They're gonna miss, they're gonna try and deke deek, they're gonna try and get fancy, and we're gonna have an extended shootout because of this. I know how this movie goes. Mike Scarbosa comes in, comes in, deeks, deeks, shoots, he scores! Yes! Yes! Mike Scarbosa ends it. That's it, it's over. Pack up the shit. We gotta go. That's it. Bears win it. One-nothing. The final in Hartford. Pack up the bus. Go warm it up. And like I said, pack up the shit. We gotta go. Bears win it. one nothing the final. And sweep the weekend. Three road wins when we couldn't even get one before Thanksgiving. Well, one before I came back from honeymoon, which was much more appropriate. So, Bears win it. Sweep the weekend. Nice job, boys. Three stars of the night. Connor McMichael Third, Mike Scarbosa a second, and Dylan G- Garad deserved thirty-eight for thirty-eight in a shootout loss. His best game of the season. You know, I really hope a game like this isn't isn't you know his ascension into his in, in his evolution as a goalie. But then again, we don't play Hartford again until February. So that does it for the boys on the weekend. Three road wins. Three tough, gritty road wins. Gave up two goals the entire game. All three games. And all three of them were tight, defensive games. And like I've said, we've reached the quarter pole mark. And I think this might be the team. Might be the kind of team we're going to say. You're only going to get like two, two and a half, maybe two to three goals a game. But it's going to be one where the players are going to be very defensive. And if they can keep this up, it's these type of game type of teams that could do something. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Let's take a look at the Atlantic Division, shall we? Number one team in the Atlantic is still your Providence Bruins. At 12, 2, 3, and 2. 29 points top in all the lands and actually in the entire league. And here I thought that Bruins pipeline would go away. The Bears are in second... Second place, thanks to, at the time of this recording, on a Sunday, a few other teams still have to play, but the Bears are currently sitting second with 26 points, 12, 4, 2, and 0. Charlotte sits at third with 11, 5, 2, and 1, good for 25 points. Bridgeport sits at fourth, who's kind of backslid a bit at 10, 3, 4, and 0 with 24 points, notice between... Second, third, and fourth is only two points. And four points if you consider this team. wilkes at 10, 5, 1, and 1. Good. They've cooled off a bit. Good. Can't have wilkes feeling good about themselves. 10, 5, 1, and 1 with 22 points. The Lehigh Valley Phantoms have climbed out of the basement. Dang it. At 8, 6, 1, and 1 with 18 points. Springfield at seven seven zero and four with eighteen points, and Hartford at five seven one and four with fifteen points. Sit in the cellar. A quick look at the North has Toronto leading the North, Rochester in second with twenty second points, Cleveland with twenty, Syracuse with eighteen, Belleville with seventeen, Utica with fifteen, and Laval with fifteen. So as of right now, the Bears sit at number two and. If the playoffs were at the quarter pole mark, that'd be good enough for the, to get, to not have to deal with the playing round. And the less we have to deal with that, the better. So what's on tap for the Bears this week? Well, we'll have a nice, healthy weekend set. And we actually have, well, a pair of weekday games, which are, checks notes, Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday night at Giant Centers, we take on the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Baby Penguins. And Wednesday night against the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. First trip to the Electrodrome and get ready for a lot more Bears, Phantoms, in Allentown on a Wednesday night. We have about four or five of them scheduled this year. The only weekend game next week is Sunday the 4th when Wilkes-Barre makes the return trip and it's team autograph night. Should be fun for the boys. We'll have a f- another weekday game the following week as Charlotte will be coming to town for a quick, quick bite and, and uh, a one game set there. And that'll almost do it for Charlotte on the season. Um, get ready for a very busy December, boys and girls. I mean, this is the, the meat of the bear season is coming up, I assure you. Lots and games of games in December, lots of division games in December. Going to be very wilkes and Lehigh heavy as we for the next month and a half but such is this time of year and that'll do it for the Grit and barrett podcast on this monday recap might get a uh, a uh, uh, quarter poll stock watch episode in on wednesday that depends how some things go but thank you to everyone for tuning in for this episode for your times listens and downloads thank you to belly up sports podcast network for bringing me on hope everybody enjoyed your thanksgiving and buckle up because it's holiday hockey season baby and above all else go bears catch you next time
0: thank you for listening to this belly up sports podcast network product some said we go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here